You're listening to Glitch Please number 80. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Welcome to Glitch Please, the show where we talk all about video games. I'm Brian, your host. I'm Adam. And I'm Jen. Welcome, Jen. Is this your first this Glitch Please? This is my please? first Glitch Please. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right, that felt a little sarcastic, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Real clap. It's how I clap. That's not how you really clap. It's, it's really how I clap. Well, I'm sorry about your elbows. <laughs> Galaxy Quest? Is that a clapping Galaxy Quest? <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're doing this a few days before Smash releases. Smash. So that's kind of a bummer because we can't, we don't have it yet to talk about. But we'll need, uh, to, we'll need to definitely get like Nick on to talk about that game. Yes. And maybe Ch Chad. Definitely. Chad's into that stuff. Yeah, and I think stuff. we're gonna do. I mean, a I'm play. into that stuff too, but whatever. Oh, that I didn't know. Listen, I've never stuff. had. You've never been on here. I don't know your <laughs> gaming preferences. We're still learning about you. This is true. This is very true. I'll, I'll let it slide this time. Are yeah. you? A, are you a Smash player? Is I. That... I would not consider myself self-competitive, uh, but I, yeah. I I play the hell out of some Smash. Okay. It, is, it is my jam. I I played it. Uh, have y'all seen that documentary, The Smash Brothers? It's like a million parts. It's on YouTube about like <laughs> the melee scene. It is so fucking good. Oh, like, yeah. it's so it's a, it's about just sort of how melee started and how the scene grew up around it. Uh, it's I was I'm not even like a huge Smash person, but like I was enthralled. So I've watched a lot of like angry smash people at tournaments, like a lot yep. of like people using the icebreakers move, or ice climbers move, yeah. and people getting mad at that. Like, because they're cheesing. People get yeah. so angry Dude, about the yeah. ice climbers. That shows you so how into Smash angry. I am. I like playing Smash, but I don't know anything about it or the competitive scene. People get mad, yeah, at any kind of thing. Like, I played StarCraft II a lot, mm -hmm. and if you started cheesing, I had one cheese move that I could do, <laughs> Uh, I would make all my banshees invisible and sort of sneak them around, blow up somebody's face. It got, I mean, people always would just get furious. Yeah. And I made it all the way up to Diamond doing Would you it. consider like a Zerg Russ cheesy? 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 Not really, because like if you defend, like then it's not going to work. You know, I mean, yes, I guess technically it's a cheat because it's kind of like an all-in move. Right. Like, either it's going to work or it's not, or you or you build a, you build something close to you know the opponent's you know base and try to cheat. So yeah, I mean, kind of. I feel like anytime I've gotten Zerg rushed and and not lost, I'll just send all my probes out. Yes. To go try to finish the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Counterattack. People get mad at me on Hearthstone uh, because I like like aggro decks, you know, just stuff that attacks really quickly. And, uh, but it's like, those are, it's not like I'm cheating, like, I'm still abiding by the rules of the game. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the weird thing about cheesing a lot of moves in, in, in all kinds of games, is it's, it's a part of, it's a part of the game, yeah. and you're just playing a different play style that right. most people who do something more well-rounded can't deal with those extremes, and I think that's why they get so mad, is they're prepared for the, right. for like, right. I don't want to say the average player, but they're, they're traditional, like, regular kind of players, so if you're going to come in and hammer hard, right. they are not prepared for that, and that's why they get so mad, is because you're just, you, like, caught you, off guard. You found the hole yeah. in their strategy, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's what makes it so bad. There's cheesing and everything, like chess, you know, the move where you send out your queen super early and try to mate him in, like, three moves, like, yeah. that's the kind of Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What's your, so what's your favorite video game cheese? Um... I would probably that StarCraft II move where it was, uh, it was something, I, I forget exactly, but you would make these, these sort of jets called van, Banshees and you would skill them up to where they could be invisible. And you would sneak three of them over and your opponent just wouldn't be ready so they couldn't see it and then, and then just start bombing and wiping out their forces uh, because it would just make people so mad. That's great. How about yours? Um, well, Dark Souls definitely has some cheese that yeah. is like not kosher. Yeah. Um, if you're invading someone in Dark Souls, you have the advantage in like every way. First off, you have nothing to lose. Right. Um, right. Second off, if you're losing the fight and you feel like, oh, maybe I'll just uh, be a dickhead, you can literally just run into the enemies and the enemies won't attack you, but they'll attack the other players. Oh. So like, I, I don't, this happens to me a lot where like people will invade and then decide, like, oh, this is not this is not a good fight for me. So they'll just peace out yeah. and just wait for you, and they can wait for you forever. Uh, like, and you can just like be like, okay, well, either you disconnect or you move on and like start fighting enemies. And then the moment you start fighting enemies, they'll run in and start killing you. Yep. So it's not my favorite cheese, but it's definitely the one I've experienced the most. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, Jen. Yeah, Jen. Um, going going back to Smash, we had a rule in my in my house that uh, we nobody could play Kirby anymore uh, because my sister and I got really good at doing that really cool move where you would suck somebody up <laughs> in your mouth and go off the edge of the map. Oh yeah. And then bail at the last second yeah. so you could save yourself and they couldn't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah, it's a great move. It was, Oh, another one I hate back in the Street Fighter 2 days, and I guess you could probably still do this, but with Guile, uh, you would do the sonic boom, uh, and then if they jumped over that to try to get you, you flip kick them. So and, and you could sort of beat bad opponents, uh, and I was the bad opponent that always lost to that, and I would get so fucking mad. But you it's not really it cheese, it's just like easy, yeah, it's just sort of a very basic counter. Yeah. Mm. But I hated that. All right. Uh, current, more current stuff. What is everybody playing? I have not been playing much. Yep. I had a, my, my dad came to visit. Um, so pretty much I've just been playing Pokemon Let's Go. Yep. A couple clarifications, or a couple corrections, I should say. Uh, I said that you couldn't get a bike and that you couldn't go any faster. That's not true. Okay. I did find Pokemon that you can ride on that will go um, faster than, than a bike. walking speed. Yeah. I like that you're doing corrections. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm progressing. This I is need good, to, yeah. yeah um, I'm still, I'll still stand by the fact that the game is too easy. Yes, um, definitely. But it's still super fun and nostalgic. Um, and Grace... Uh, decided that she would trade me her Mew because she just she was she had him in the Pokemon. Oh my God! And she didn't want him, and she said, "I know how much you love Mew," and so she traded me Mew, and now he's my main Pokemon. That's true love so right nice. there. That's awesome. Um, Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Pokemon Let's Go. It feels like a little bit of a, a, a like test for whatever they're gonna make next. You know, like it feels like a little bit of a proof of concept. Yeah, I'm still really, really curious to see what mm -hmm. what changes or if there yeah. are major changes. I know that we're expecting them, but like, you never know. They haven't really changed the formula at all no. No. <laughs> in the past, so we'll see. Um, I got my dad. I so my dad used to be uh, he used to fly F-14 Tomcats. Holy shit! So. He's cool. He's a cool guy. Thank you for uh, your service, Adam's dad. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I, I, I like Elite a lot. It has like a VR headset. Or I use a VR headset. I use my sub pack. I use my Hotas. And I've always thought like that's really immersive. So I wanted to get my dad to try it. Yeah. And so I threw him in the rig, and I was like, "Go ahead and play." And he was like immediately like. <sighs> It was <laughs> fucking awesome. That's him playing right oh, now. Fantastic. Pardon the mess. It was just a, it was a quick. I threw it all together because I didn't have it all is, set up. Is he good at flying games? Given his he, experience, really flying. He used to play like a lot of um, a lot of fighters anthology. Okay. And old flight sims back then. Like he was the person that, that got me like a flight stick. And when I got into like rogues, like he would play flight sims. I would play games like Rogue Squadron. Okay. Um, so this was this was a fun getting back into little flight games with my dad. That's moment. awesome. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, there's some games. I played a little more Divinity 2. That game is still fantastic. I'll, I'll have to report back when I get further into it. But um, I've That's just, next for me because of what you said last week yeah, about it. You should definitely co-op with people um, if you can. It's mm -hmm. definitely, it, it is one of those games that like, it's, it's better if you co-op. Yeah. Um, that said, when you start a co-op campaign, uh, you can't just take your one character and go off into another campaign. Like that character is tied to your co-op character, uh, for your friends' characters. So either you're gonna play without them and all their characters, mm -hmm. or you're not playing unless you're with them. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. So uh, other than that, man, a new game came out called X4 Foundations. I haven't played it yet, but it's on my list. Have you seen that at all? Mm -mm. Looks like a. It's like a space sim, but okay. you can get as micro as like just controlling a spaceship and going yeah. out and doing sh shooting guys and stuff like that, or you can get as macro as like controlling a whole fleet. Nice. Um, yeah, so it looks looks awesome. Um, so that's on my list. Let me know if you guys like that game. Also, uh, Mutant Road, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden okay. came out. Longest name ever. Looks really fantastic. Haven't played it. Looks like XCOM though. Have you? Uh, has anybody played? What was the newest one? Darksiders Three. That's probably no. the. I haven't. I haven't no. touched it yet. I don't know yeah. if we. I think we talked about this last week. Yeah. Like how yeah. disappointing it looks. I know. I know. I, I'm sure it has some defenders, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. Jen, what's up? Um, so I do this cool thing where I play games way after they're cool. I, yep. I'm that far back in my backlog. I'm still spending a lot of time in Hollow Knight. I love the hell. I'm playing that I too. love the hell out of that game. Yeah. Everyone play this, whatever, get ready to look at. Play Hollow Knight, do yourself a favor. It is one of my favorite games uh, that ever, ever. I, I am I, stuck in that game. Why I can't, are you I'm stuck? stuck in, I fell down to, I think like a, I think it's a crystal area. Okay. And 
that I cannot get out of it, and I'd, I'd want to get out of it so I can keep playing it, but I keep dying. It's, I will admit that that's kind of the weirdest part of the area, depending, you can hit that way earlier than you should, yes. and it's easy to end up just in a place where there's really only one way out of it. I cannot get out. Um, it's This area, I think. Yeah, yeah, I just <laughs> saw it. <laughs> um, like, I love this game so much that before the Godmaster DLC dropped, I 107%ed the game, and then was still not ready to be done with it, so I started learning how to speedrun it. Like, that's how much I love this game, wow. is I wanted to find new ways to keep playing that's it. That's awesome. It, it is. I know Metroidvania gets thrown around a lot. It is a real fucking Metroidvania. Yes, it like, absolutely it, it, is. I, it clearly is inspired by that style, but adds its own twist to it. I'm, I'm playing it right now on the Switch, too, and I just hit my favorite part of these kind of games when you can finally upgrade your weapon. Yes. So I got my uh, nail mm -hmm. upgraded twice, and now it's like, okay, I, I feel, I can see some results, and I can, you know, jump up on walls, and I've learned, you know, I've got a few moves under my belt, and, yeah. and so I don't feel quite as squishy yeah, as I, I was. I love it that you, you do, you start off perfectly capable, uh, yeah. but you're able to customize so much of how how your how your character fights based on what you what you upgrade, which abilities you actually find. There's very few that are actually required. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, how you handle all of the I love the charm system yes. for that reason is that you can say, okay, well, I really want some more defense, or I want to not get knocked back as far. I want to knock enemies back farther, or I would love to be able to, um, if I get attacked, if I get hit, right. then some spiky thorns come out and attack whatever's around me. Like you can customize based on, do I get hit a lot? Do I like to hit a lot? Do I want to play more yes. defensive? And you can really really build your character with that. Yeah, it, that uh, the upgrade system is kind of like near Automata, where it's yes. um, it's it's like you have a certain amount of space, mm -hmm. and you just plug in as whatever upgrades you want, and and yeah, it's it's up to you. So you can put, plug in more armor, uh, you can boost yeah your offense, and yeah, I like it a lot. Too. Is is there like a guide you would recommend for like uh, what per, like it, you can go to any areas you want to, mm -hmm. kind of or, or most of the areas or a lot of the areas. And you can kind of, like you said, get go to the wrong areas too early. Is there a recommended like path of progression or guide you would follow? Um, I can I I can certainly look for a, a guide for you. I didn't use one. I was able to. I I use the map a lot, mm -hmm. so I made a point of I don't know where to go. Okay, I can kind of. I inferred some certain things from the story it, it gives you. I like how it t gives you the story where there's a lot, of, there's text, but a lot of things are implied just through the visuals, which is, I like that it doesn't shove the story down your throat. I was gonna say, but there's it, a story? Yeah. I know you're in this Oh my world. gosh, yes. <laughs> it is, um, when, once you start getting into it, there's, there's a, a secondary weapon, I guess I'll call it, that you pick up, and that's kind of where the story opens up, and it goes, okay, here's what you're doing, here's why you're here. Okay. Mm. And, and then things kind of open from there, and then as you go and defeat the bosses that that opens up, they kind of tell you some things. And it's very, it's one of those games that you can finish it without, without actually gathering the story. Yeah. Uh, but if you talk to some people, if you go to certain shops just while you're interacting with them, they'll drop little hints of things. And I, I love when games do that. I mean, Dark Souls is famous for doing yes. you could You could explore the lore as much or as little as you wanted, and people are, yeah, people will say things, but it, it feels like, you're in this world, um, and, and it's kind of up to you to get up to speed with it. Because yes. things are going on with or without you. Yeah, this this Hollow Knight is very, very much like that. Um, so there are, there's, I, I got stuck in an area at one point. There's a really, really creepy area that gives you nightmares a little bit, and I there's two ways into it, and one of them is only a one-way entrance, and I fell into it, and uh. then I, I spent two hours panicking. So I'm like, I can't see, and there's creepy things oh, and I creepy think I noises. Went, is it the area where you cannot see anything? It's all black? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I went, I was like, no, I'm out. I'm yeah, <laughs> it was, it was there, there's there's two areas that are super dark, because there's, at one point, you can buy a lantern, so that way things aren't, aren't super dark, but I was just kind of exploring. I, I knew where to go next, but I was like, I want to see if I can find other charms, and, and right. I just kind of was like, oh, what's over here? Oh, that door is closed. I'm going to walk over here, and then the floor just gives out under you, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, I have a, this I have is a, bad, <laughs> especially if you have, like, a lot of geo, yes. and you're like, fuck, I've got to be like, careful and, like, made, get my way back to I've civilization. I tried. I, I sat there. I fell into this area, and I very quickly realized, I'm like, I'm going to die here. I'm going to lose everything, right. and I will never find it again. Right. I was like, when was the last time I saved? Can I just quit out? And I was like, oh, I haven't seen a bench in a very long time. Because <laughs> yeah. it's one of those games you only have specific places that you can yeah. save at. So you can't just be like, oh, I'll just save before I go in here, and, and we'll see what happens. Like, there, there is a price for failure. Mm -hmm. Which I also, I like that there's a price for failure, but it's not 
so punishing that you're like, this is unfair. It's you can fix you can fix it. It's, um, it's yeah, yeah, it's the Dark Souls thing. You yeah, lose it's, all your currency, and yeah. you have like one chance to get it, and then yeah. And I do like that. It's like I, I will admit, I've not played Dark Souls. I do like that in Hollow Knight, you have the option of I can go back to where I died and and collect my geo, get my soul back, or there is, um, I guess I'll call them, I'll, I'll call them a shopkeeper up on in the main town that she takes very specific, a very specific item, and if you give her that, she will call your geo oh, and your soul up to you there. Cool. So you don't have to, so if I died in, mm -hmm. in Deep Nest, yeah. it wouldn't have been the worst thing that happened. Right. It's like, cool, I will just go back to her to get my stuff back. No, I do not want to go there again for a while. And, and it's not, I didn't permanently lose those things for a mistake. You can you can preemptively like not lose your your souls in Dark Souls by wearing a like a specific ring, but okay. once you drop them, if you don't go back for them, you're, they're lost. Yeah, so I, I like that there's another option, so that way you're not completely completely screwed by it because the the game is difficult. It, it is absolutely it is absolutely difficult and but fairly so. And I I, yeah. I do like that paying a price for for death, yes. but not a big one because. Uh, you know, in, in, in the old school days, if you died, uh, the game would start over. So it was like, and that, but that just it was so brutal. But yeah, I like this. Like, well, you're screwed, but it's it's fine. Like, yeah, it's not it's nothing a few. Failure hours doesn't mean you're it. starting completely yes. over. It's like you have a setback. You're frustrated, but you've also learned something from yeah. it at the same time. Yeah. There is a boss in the middle that I spent a very very long time on, and it is the biggest hang up when I try to do the speed run is going there. I actually go out of my way to get a nail upgrade to make that part easier. Which boss is it? The Watcher Knights. There's six of them. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, it's like you walk into a room, like, oh, there's a bunch of corpses in the back. That's oh, they're coming alive. Okay, this is this is fine. There's just two of them. Oh, you're, there's more. All right, that's. I guess this is. I'm gonna be here for a while. Oh, I, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Is it is it as much of a mental hang-up as it is a like difficulty hang-up? Because I know I have yeah. those in games where like I get to a boss and I'm like, God damn it, not this. Yeah, I th I think there's definitely that. Like I'll be outside the room and I'll kind of psych myself and be like, okay, I'm gonna do it this time. I'm like three shots and I'll get it. Oh yeah, these stupid guys. Yeah, um, they're terrible. They, I, I call it their roly-poly bullshit. They'll just roll into a ball <laughs> and they'll either come sailing straight across the floor or they'll bounce. And they're and like you invincible don't, So if you try to jump, you'll get bounced yeah. into Yeah, yeah. and awesome. so you don't know which one they're gonna do. Um, and there's different, their behavior has changed in different patches of the game, which is the other thing too. So as, as they realize that there may be weird things about the AI, I think they tried to fix it. So if you're used to playing a particular way and then there's an update that came wow. with the DLC, now they're different. So yeah. like when I run, I actually play on an older patch because I know what their AI is gonna do to a certain degree. <laughs> like I know the unpredictability of it, yeah. um, but it got to a point where if they're ever off screen, they will just dart at you. Right. And that, then there's other ones where maybe, maybe they'll roll. And there's, since there's two of them, they might do two different things. So there's not a safe place for you to be and it's it's this is a brutal brutal fight i'll probably give this i have a 15-hour flight on friday so i'll probably give this uh, a little bit more of a shot okay. and, and see if i can get out of that damn if you if you can <laughs> if you can send me like a picture of where you yeah. are on the map i will i will help you i will make sure you get out of there because i want you to experience the, rest of the game because yes, i think I, I think it is definitely worth it i love like i said i love the story of it i like that this is a game that has multiple endings um, oh, I didn't know yeah, that. there's multiple endings to it, and there's a particular item that you collect that kind of that will change that course of which endings you get. So it is possible to lock yourself out of one of the endings if you get the item before you finished it. So I tell everybody when they get to the point where like, okay, cool, I've done all this, I can go to the final boss. I'm like, all right, hey, PSA for everybody if you haven't played Hollow Knight, there is an item that is broken into two pieces. Beat the game before you get the second piece. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. And then, but it's one of those games that after you beat it, like you can go back in and still search for things. So, like, beat it, now go get the second piece, do the rest of it, and now you have two more endings available to you. And then the Godmaster DLC actually added a fourth ending, Whoa. which I will never see because that shit's hard. Is that free DLC? Or <laughs> yeah, was it? All, all their DLC uh, was free. It was really, it was I love indie really devs. awesome. Yeah, I, I love indie devs too. Like, that like, is just for stuff like that. Yeah, my my go to for a lot of things is I, I'm a big indie player. I don't play a lot of AAA stuff. And part of it is because so many so much of it is massively open world and shooters. And it's like, and I just, I just don't, I don't have the attention span for the open world. And I'm just bad at shooters. I just am. And, I am too. And I've I just accept that. Yeah. So I play a lot of indie games that are very puzzle-based and story-based. I love a lot of the graphic novel-style games. Um, I love the hell, like the Danganronpa series. I played the hell out of that. Yeah. So because I'm like, this is story. It's a puzzle. It's a mystery. It's 
Celeste was like, oh, Celeste. did you play that? Was oh so game good. Is hard. Yes. yes. It, incredibly hard. Also, but but to have it based around most most platformers like that are sort of jump based, but it's mm -hmm. based around the dash mechanic. And yet it's so, but by the end, you're like bouncing off stuff in the air. Yeah. Like I feel like you a champion. Yeah, oh yeah, you feel incredible by the time you kind of like settle into that groove of cool, this is how I can chain these things together and here's how this goes. Yeah. Did you yeah. do any of the B or C sides? Mm -mm. I came hard. No. Yeah, I uh, I did I did most of the B side. And once I was done, I was so proud of it. <laughs> I didn't go back for more strawberries. Yeah, to make no, the screw pie. the strawberries. No, fuck no. all that. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, I, I felt so proud that I had yeah just finished it and and a, a good story I thought yeah. was was engrossing and the the soundtrack to this was so sometimes I'll just listen to it at work like it's on Spotify it's great oh yeah man playing this game on a plane it's hard not to get angry in your seat <laughs> yes. <Going>, ah! <laughs> Uh, are you playing Hollow Knight on Switch? Speaking of, I'm actually yeah. playing it on PC because okay. that's the one of the few games that I played shortly after it came out. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing it. I've been doing it on PC, but I know a lot of people who tried to play it on PC couldn't get into it, and then it came out on Switch, and they're like, "Oh, something about this being in this format, I can do this now." I played it. I played it more on Switch than PC because yeah. I had it on both. Yeah. It's the, the the portable aspect of it I like. I think so that I can watch helps. a show. I can kind of do something else uh, while I'm playing it. Uh, well, that's cool. Now you've inspired me to play more Hollow Knight. Good, good. This is like my one-man cru crusade. If everyone needs to play Hollow Knight, <laughs> please, everyone try it. I, uh, well, speaking of big AAA games, I'm finally going back and playing Spider-Man. I had not sort Great of like game. fully gotten into it. Yeah, it's super fun. It's it's maybe up there like game of the year area for me. It's um, I feel like with open worlds, I get the same way. Sometimes I get bored or it's just, okay, you're just doing an open world. But with this one, it kind of passes my test for these games. If I just want to like explore that world and like do stuff not on the main quest line, then I know that it's, for me, it's a good open world game. And for Spider-Man, it's just fun stopping crimes. It's, yeah. it's just fun to go around and take care of whatever's going on. I feel like that game, I'm... I kind of just did a, like one or two of each type of side mission, mm -hmm. and then I did the main story for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, and then afterwards, I went back and started doing most of the side stuff. That game is the side stuff is a little bit repetitive once you just do it back to back to back. But if you do spread it out, yeah, then it's kind of kind of more tolerable. But man, that story is so good in that game. And 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 just they have such a great carrot for you in the form of new suits. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, I just want to get them all. I I didn't think I would be into the new suits as much as I but like it totally changes your whole look and and uh it's just fun and he's um, I like him as older Peter Parker. I think it's like seven or eight years after he's like become Spider-Man. So he, you know, he knows what he's doing and he's, you know, kind of, uh, he's a known quantity in New York now. And, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, he's, he's a lot more wisecracky, which to me, I think that's an important part of Spider-Man. J. Jonah Jameson being this obnoxious talk radio host is fucking great. Yeah, he's like Glenn Beck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just this sort of dickhead populist. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is, uh, it's so much fun. I, I think uh, Dragon Quest XI is probably still my number one, but this is, like, so good. Uh, so I like that a lot. I also started playing Tetris Effect. People um, love that game. I want, that's on my list. If you, yes, it's like taking a bunch of acid and playing <laughs> Tetris. And I mean that in the best way possible. Like, it's, I, I didn't think they could, like, freshen up Tetris, but, like, like the visuals and the music, and it'll kind of fuck with the game a little bit. Like, the visuals will kind of obscure, like, just for a second, like, just to mess you up a little bit, and then you, uh, there's like a quest mode. I'm not like super deep into it, but there's like a quest line you can do in like a single player, um, and it's just fun. I mean, it's Tetris. It's yeah. great, but it's uh, uh, just the, I've loved Tetris since like the original toaster Game Boy. Is and, this like, Tetris Effect? Yeah, it's what, VR. It's VR too, if you want. Yeah. Jellyfish. And what is this? The music is insane. Where, is this actual gameplay? Yeah. Or is this just like a screen? No, well. Yeah, I mean, where's the game? I don't know where the yeah. I don't know if this is like an intro or what. Okay, I all right. I thought it was like no. There's a traditional Tetris. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is so Tetris. This yeah, is so the, updated. The blobs no are the Tetris blobs. Yeah, okay. Very obscure. Uh, yeah, right. I feel like I dropped a lot of acid. Yeah, I'm it, good. it's yeah. like if you know, it's like playing a video game is on it, drugs. Is this on Switch or is it like PS4? Uh, PS4. Okay. I think it 
I'm not sure if it's. Uh, I thought it was yes. a PlayStation exclusive. It might be. Okay. Which well, I because I think I was excited. PSVR. Yeah. So I yeah. think I was excited to play it and then realized it was PlayStation exclusive and went okay. Like I have a PlayStation, but now like it's just an extra step I have to go through for. I usually play on PC. Like PC yeah. is my go-to for most of my gaming. So if it's on a console, I have to go. Do I really want to play this? Because then I gotta like make sure I sit down over here, have this stuff set. Do I have yeah. batteries and all my things? I believe it's PS. It is a PS4 only yes. game. Gotcha. Perfect. And it's I VR. Didn't make it yes. up. <laughs> uh, there's, there's some rumblings that it might be a timed exclusive and eventually it'll come to PC. That would be so good. But for yeah. now, it's PS4 only. Okay. Mm. Um, Tetris is just one of those games I can play and I can just like lose hours and hours and hours too. Um, and the new Hearthstone expansion, Rastakhan's Rumble just came out. I'm just sort of starting. Like the meta's sort of in a in a flux right now. So everybody's trying to find like the newest decks. And I've got like the spell hunter that's doing really good. And so that's it's always good to find like one thing that like works really well until everybody figures it out. <laughs> but that's fine. And uh, I just started uh, it just got ported for the Switch Civilization Six. And portable Civ is so much fucking fun. Speaking of time sinks. So that's been good. I haven't played one since Civ One. So I have. I it's have never. A lot. I have never played a Civ game, but I have had multiple. Oh. Tell me that I should sell, sell me on it, Brian. Um, <laughs> it's. Do you like strategy games? I do. At all? You like. You have to at least okay. try it. Okay. Yeah. It's so. I, I think I played one game of Civ, and it took so long. <laughs> They're so <laughs> complicated. <laughs> now. Oh my god. Yeah. I, the, my last big Civ game was MS DOS Civ, like, but wow. it is like there's so many like variables you have to you know account for, uh, you know which civilization you're gonna play as. The tutorial for it is two hours. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's that, good to know. <laughs> but but it's it's just one of those games you can. It's just, like a level of commitment you have to have. Okay. Yes, sort of game. that that so. is good to know. But from like I'm just gonna casually sit down and see what this is about, and then find myself four hours later going, I just want to, mm -hmm. I yeah. just wanted to try right. it real quick. Right, it's like Dwarf Fortress where okay. we have to learn. You know, there's like a whole wiki you need to. There's nice hexagons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They moved to the hex gameplay a while back, but uh, it's super fun. It's it's and and the fact just on a switch like a portable. Yeah. Is, that, I, that's kind of my preferred. Like, if it can run on the Switch decently, I'm probably going to choose that. Hmm. Uh, I, looked up, I tried to look at some stats on how long your average game of Civ lasts. This is from five years ago, but the majority of people pulled said uh, an average game takes between eight and 13 hours to play. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. That sounds right. Remember, this that's was, so I think much. this was an older Civ, but a guy had been playing it for a decade or something. Like, he had the same game, go and the world was just like an. Uh, just a wasteland. Like oh people would like goodness. nuked each other repeatedly. Yeah, it was pretty. Fun. That's impressive. If I had that level of dedication to literally anything, that would be fantastic. Right. <laughs> I know. I, know. Yeah, I always want to be into those sort of games. Like people are played Dwarf Fortress for five thousand yeah. hours. Yeah. Yes, I want that, but I'm, I don't have the attention span. <laughs> there was a guy. Yeah, a guy that played Civ two for almost ten years. That's it. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. And it was. Uh, he, he posted a thing on Reddit about, yeah, 10 years later, here's what the world look, look, looks like, and it was just a mess. But yeah, I admire that dedication. <laughs> the results are as follows. The world is a hellish nightmare of suffering and devastation. There are three remaining supernations in the year 3991 AD, each competing for the scant resources left on the planet after dozens of nuclear wars have rendered vast swaths of the world uninhabitable wastelands. Yeah. Which I feel like is what real life will be. Can you imagine just losing that save one day? That would suck. Oh, God. Uh. Yeah. That's one of those where his his little <laughs> his little Skulls sibling everywhere. will film him freaking out about it, and right. post it, and go viral. Yeah, oh my God. the front line hasn't moved in almost a thousand years. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah, uh, Civ Six. It's a lot of fun. Um, all right. So that is what we're playing. Let's get to the quiz portion of the show. But first, let's talk about me undies, guys. This episode of Glitch, please. It's brought to you by MeUndies. Have you finished your holiday shopping yet? No worries. You can get everything you need for you and your loved ones at MeUndies. I recently got some MeUndies. They make like adult onesies that like 
are so comfortable. I just want to live in them. They feel so good. MeUndies uses the coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. It was pretty soft, come to think of it. If you've never felt this fabric, get ready to experience pure bliss in underwear form. You also can get a style that's perfectly suited for you or a special someone. Men and women can each choose from four different cuts, all of which are available from classic colors to adventurous prints. Seriously, these fun undies would make a great stocking stuffer, but why stop at undies? They got way more. I get, like I just said, they got onesies, they got cozy lounge pants. I got some lounge pants too. They're sweet. Uh, and onesies in that same super soft fabric. Perfect for wearing Christmas morning or whatever holiday you celebrate. You know, MeUndies doesn't discriminate. MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. Order by December 16th for free shipping in time for Christmas. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash glitch. That's MeUndies.com slash glitch. All right. Let's do quiz, please. So, Jen, you're new. Mm -hmm. We uh, do a little thing called quiz, please, where I ask each of you five questions. Whoever gets the most wins. It's very easy. These are all ripped from the news headlines. I believe Adam won. Nope. Last. I lost. Oh, no, Nick. I'm a loser. Um, Don't worry, I'll make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody want to go first? I'll go Do first. All right, Adam's going to go first. Um, okay. This Question, has anybody ever gotten zero? John came close, okay. but wow. I don't think he got he zero. Cool. John. <laughs> I'm be the first one. We'll see. Okay. Uh, one, he gives you multiple choice. Don't worry. You'd be surprised, oh, man. <laughs> not this time. No oh, multiple choice. Great, great. Now you lied to me. Perfect. Thank you. Jen, question one. I thought Adam was going first. <laughs> oh, Adam. Sorry. Adam, question one. What's the best-selling VR headset so far VR. this year? That's right. Man. Uh, Super Data just came out with like a ranking of the VR headsets so far in 2018. PSVR, number one, sold 1.3 million. It's the most accessible one, and that makes sense. It's it's. Yeah. It was selling for like 200 bucks on Black Friday. Yep. It goes with a $300 console instead of a $1,000 gaming PC. Right. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily perform the best uh, in terms of you know how it looks and everything, but it certainly has a great library. I'm, they, they just came out with a game called Astrobot VR. People are going crazy for it. Like, really? Everyone I've heard talk about it. What like, is it? This is amazing. It's it's you know the Astrobot, which is like a little PlayStation VR. Or I think it's PlayStation VR. It's a it's PlayStation, oh yeah yeah the little thing. PlayStation yeah. little robot guy. Um, but they made a game around him, and it's an adventure game or sort of an action adventure game, and uh, it looks really cool. I haven't got a chance to play it because I don't have a PSVR. People are going crazy. Yeah, it's getting like ten, uh, there's a site uh, Road to VR says it's the first VR game that gave them that the, they scored a ten out of ten. It looks great. Well, I want to try it now. So, how does it how does it compare to like better VR rigs? Have you played them both? Yeah, I mean, it's I love the actual unit, like the way it goes on your head is yes. very comfortable. Um, visually, I feel like it's a little bit more screen dory. Um, it, it was a little more choppy. I played it in a, like Resident Evil VR, and it wasn't exactly as smooth as something like a Vive right. um, or an Oculus, but. It's still totally serviceable. Yeah. I think the, the biggest complaint was that tracking can sometimes be a little wonky. Okay. Because um, they use just the old PS Move camera. Okay. So. so it's just like an entry point into VR. Yeah, but like. I think for most people it's <coughs> totally serviceable. And, you know, honestly, for 200 bucks, I probably would have bought one had I, you know, felt like it. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, next was Oculus Go, uh, which was close to it, actually. 1.1 million, and then Samsung Gear VR sold 600,000. So... At any rate, yes, good uh, good year. I guess it doesn't feel like VR is fully caught on, but this feels like uh, as close as it's gotten yet. I, yeah, I was playing it the other night, and it was like pulling out all the cables and setting the lighthouses. I was like, this is kind of a hassle, but I still think that when a generation of VR comes out that has just like good screen clarity and good picture clarity, I don't. It doesn't even have to be like a full panoramic FOV. Like, yeah. if it just looks clearer, I think that will sell it for me. And I think wireless is already there. Um, yeah, wireless, it seems like when you could just put the headset on and go. Yeah, but th there's definitely, yeah, I'm still on board with VR. I think it's still amazing and fun and like, especially in games like Flight Sims where you have like a so fully immersive with like a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
I played Resident Evil, the VR one, uh, five, I think, VR? Seven. Seven. Scary. And almost threw up. Uh, oh. Just because of, like, motion sick. Oh, dude, yeah. That, that is definitely a problem for people. Yeah. A lot of people get super motion sick. The first time I did artificial locomotion in VR, I, like, nearly fell over. Oh, like, I was just standing there, and I pushed up on the D-pad, and I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> uh, but now it's like, I think you get your VR legs, because I, I don't have any of that. You lose some of the immersion, too. Like, mm -hmm. I used to get, like, sort of queasy looking over the edge mm -hmm, of stuff, mm -hmm. and now it's just, it's, a, it's fun. It just doesn't right. give you that same effect. Right. Uh, so cherish that. All right. Uh, next question for Adam. Rockstar says it will fix the Red Dead online economy after fans called it too grindy. They also noticed some weird price differences in the game, like the fact that a gold wedding ring was worth less than beans. what? Yes, a can of beans. I actually knew that one. <laughs> Which it feels like even in the nice graphic there, guys. <laughs> It feels Beautiful. like even in the Old West in 1899, you could, I mean, sure, beans you could eat, but I feel like a gold wedding ring would fetch a higher price. You would think. Uh, but yes, it is. There's been some complaints that you're you're having to, uh, guns cost more. I think there's that Mauser pistol that costs like four times as much in the so online. Someone, someone posted, um, like, the, the starter pistol, they painted it black, and it was going to cost them, like, I want to say like 12 gold bars. What? And, and someone did the math on how much how much time that would have taken. It was like 90 hours. Um, it's like 12 hours per gold bar or whatever, something like that. And it's, it's insanity. Um, I think I'm gonna. I was gonna load it up last night, and I decided that I would just wait until I got back from my trip yeah. um, to see what changes they made. And I might even wait longer than that. I might wait until like the economy is kind of normal and people are complaining a little less because it seems like there's still some growing pains there. Yeah, do you feel like Rockstar knew what it was doing though? Like it's just trying to test you. Like how much will you put up with? Okay, you know what? Okay, all right, we'll move, we'll we'll dial it back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, judging by, I mean, people still complain about similar things in GTA Online. Right. right. So I don't think it's going to change all that much. I mean, they know that people will play it and pay money for it. Like, yeah. once once all the dust settles and people stop complaining, um, you know, they're still going to make money off yeah. of it. So totally. Yeah. Uh, next question, Adam, a perfect two out of two so far. Rocksteady has denied rumors that it's making a video game based on what superhero? Talked about it last week, Superman. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, Superman, right, we talked right. about what it would be like and what we wanted from it, and all that is null and void. I have no <laughs> Sorry. I have no short-term memory. Uh, I'm kind of bummed, though. I wish this was true. I yeah, like I could, I could use a new game. superhero game, and Superman's pretty fun. Yeah. You know what, though? I was watching that Captain Marvel trailer, and I was like, man, she's just kind of like more modern and cooler Superman. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know much about Captain Marvel, but that trailer certainly made her seem like she had a lot of shit going on. She's, she's like a ton of powers, dude. I think she's, yeah, like way more powerful, right, than even the strongest Avenger. Uh, I think she, she's it seems like, like she does everything. Right. She's in space, like just firing blasts out of her hands. Like, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of Avengers that can do that. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. Three out of three. The creator of Stardew Valley says he's going to do what with his game moving forward? Uh, not publish under, or he's going to publish independently. I can't remember who he's supposed to who he's publishing under. That is or, correct. Yeah. Yes, uh, Chucklefish. 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 Uh, they're still going to handle, I think, the Switch, uh, the Switch port. Yes. And the mobile stuff, because I think an Android version is coming out. But yes, Eric Barone said, "Thank you very much. I learned a lot. Now I'm going to do it myself." <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean that he like didn't make as much money as he deserved making that game. Oh, like he got a shitty cut. Yeah. yeah. I really, really fucking hope that's I do case. too. Yeah, because you hear like a lot of the times like, not in, but like bands, you know, they sign that first deal yeah. when they are nobodies and then they don't make shit. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah, I hope you're right. Do right by him, Chucklefish. Gosh darn it, yes. He made it. Like, he made it himself. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. Uh, last question. The developer of Leisure Suit Larry is doing what with the source code of some of his classic games? He's selling it in, on eBay. Fuck, that's right. Perfect five out of five Hi. for Adam Ellis. Yes, uh, Al Lowe, uh, he is putting uh, a bunch on. Uh, one and two are currently on eBay, both at over $10,000 right now. And they're just old school floppy disks, you know, just like boxes of them. Can I tell you what I did to cheat here? Yeah. Right before the show, I went on Reddit and I sorted by top week. And, uh... Son of a bitch! <laughs> Here we go. It's not cool. 
Um, oh, man. Wow. Well, yep. you know gonna what? have to reformulate right, that segment. So I need to be on another one of these, and I'm going to pull that. <laughs> Al Lowe told the YouTuber, this is his great uh, his quote for why he did it, I'm 72 years old, none of my kids want this junk. <laughs> Which I Fair. love. Um, all right. Perfect five out of five for Adam. Uh, Jen, here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, but before that, Let's do. Uh, let's talk about one more of our sponsors before we get to Jen, and that would be Squarespace. This episode of Glitch Please is gr- brought to you by Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace, it's the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Squarespace offers beautiful, award-winning designer templates. You can create a website or an online store in just minutes. It's an all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install. There's nothing to patch. There's nothing to upgrade ever. It's easy to set up or transfer your domain on Squarespace if you got it somewhere else. Manage all your domain and billing settings in one place. Patrick used Squarespace for his wedding website. That's awesome. It has all the venue information, maps of hotels nearby. Their guests could easily RSVP, and it was super easy to set up. Instead of using a domain with a .com, they were also able to customize their URL to end with dot wedding that's super cool start your free trial today at squarespace.com go to squarespace.com slash glitch please to get 10 percent off your first purchase that's squarespace.com slash glitch please for 10 percent off your first purchase thank you squarespace all right jen are you ready nope Number one, let's do this. A new digital digital games digital. digital a new digital game store to rival Steam has been announced by what developer? Epic. Hey, that's right. I got one. I'm not going to be the worst person. So yeah. Steam does a 70-30 split. Yes. yes. The developer gets seventy percent. Uh, the Steam gets thirty yes. percent. Epic yes. is doing a ninety eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight twelve. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they are really trying to. Well, and Steam recently announced some changes. For uh, the bigger the bigger developers, so if your game sells ten million, after that ten million, you get a bigger cut. That's ten million dollars, not ten million units, correct? Ten million dollars. Right yes. now, the current the, what they just changed is Valve is going to take thirty percent for sales up to ten million, twenty five percent for sales between ten and fifty million, and for over fifty million in sales, it'll only take twenty percent. So that kind of more benefits the bigger developers yes. more than the that, developers. It's not, but that's not, it's not a negative change. It's still a positive change overall. Like they're. It was always 70-30. It's not going to change anything for smaller developers. Right. Right. But, but, he, but they're getting a, they're, the they're, bigger ones are getting a bonus. Totally. They don't. Get. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And and some have been upset and they feel you're you're not yeah. taking care of indie developers. It it does seem like yeah, Epic's maybe trying to woo them. Oh, I think Ep- Epic is subsidizing this with a little bit of Fortnite. Uh, yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah. They also said they're not uh, developing uh, Unreal Tournament anymore. They paused that and they specifically. How is that possible? They said Fortnite. Like hold on, I just got an email about Unreal Tournament. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't see that on your little search. Oh, did you? No, no, no. I I did see it. <laughs> oh no, no. I saw an email about Quake Champions. They're still making Quake Champions, y'all. Perfect. Yeah. Now, I, I want I want this new marketplace from Epic to work because because I want indies to be able to do well, and I think they need they need a competitive marketplace that can that can rival Steam that will actually give them the cuts they deserve on things. But this also is very dependent on a culture shift for gamers who want everything in a centralized place. Yes. Yeah, I feel like seventy thirty made sense like four years ago when mm-hmm. like you got your game on Steam that was sort of like a, right. you've made it. That's you know, where everyone is. Your game is yeah. going to be seen. It's going to be on that front new release list for like a week. Uh, but now it's like you're on the front release list for either not at all or like 30 seconds. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and just more competition. It's it's never good to have just one person mm-hmm. uh, being the big behemoth because they're going to be able to dictate everything. If if this takes off, well, then you will probably see Steam respond like, psych, we're going to change it for everybody. Maybe Steam will have to subsidize their store with another game. That would be great. <laughs> oh, maybe a third of something? Yeah. Uh, where I think it's an, it's an 88-12 split for uh, revenue that Epic takes, but also they're going to have like a creator program where you can partner with a creator to like share your game and talk about your game and the creator gets a portion of those profits and Epic will cover I think the first 5% of that creator revenue sharing for the next two years. Hmm. Great. Cool. It's, competition is healthy. Yes. 
Uh, Jen, Bethesda now says it will send replacement bags made out of what material after some Fallout 76 fans who bought the Power Arm Edition were upset that they got bags made out of nylon. Yeah, they're getting their canvas bags yeah. that were advertised both in picture and in text. You know what's bullshit is you have to go on a website and be like, yeah, this is my order number. I I bought a collection. They, they won't just automatically send you one. Which is dumb. That's, yeah, they yeah. should just like, do if, it. Even if you yeah. bought it directly from their store, like they know. They've that, got your name yeah. and address and everything. Yeah, yeah. send yeah. it out. I do like that they tried to do this whole cost-saving measure with A, making them nylon to begin with, and B, trying to say, like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. Like, you're going to spend more now making the second yeah. bags than if you just done it correctly yeah. the first yeah, they, time. Yeah, they also, in, before this, they offered 500 atoms. Which, which, is, is, $5. which is $5. $5 <laughs> of in-game currency for their shit game i'm yeah. sorry it's not a shit game it's a it's a, it's a not great it, game it needs not some great. help it yeah it needs help um yeah this isn't like a good guy thing this is like a, oh fuck where we did something bad thing this is something they should have done from the very beginning yeah. and offering five dollars to to your biggest fans who spent two hundred dollars i can't wait for the canvas bags to be shipped out and then people be like oh the that helmet doesn't actually fit in here. <laughs> exactly. uh, there, yeah, there's going to be something. I wrong. don't want that to happen, but I kind of do want yeah, it to happen. Just because I, I want to see what happens yeah, at that that'd be point. Great. I got to make these questions harder. Everybody's nailed No, it. I like these. These okay. are good. <laughs> Jen, a YouTuber found that. You, wait, no. Oh, yeah, I can actually that. A YouTuber found <laughs> that you can get into the PlayStation Classic. That's the new throwback. Yes. Uh, that you can get into its emulator by doing what? Uh, connecting a keyboard to it. And then you can see all kinds of... Uh, and other... doing what? Oh, God. And doing what? It's hitting a fucking button. What? <laughs> Hitting escape? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for, for the help. Screw the PlayStation Classic, because Soldier Boy just released his own <laughs> retro console by the Soldier Boy console. He did? Today, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like rebranded like a Chinese like emulator box. <laughs> that'll get that'll be gone pretty soon. Um, sure. It'll be a collector's item though, so oh, get on absolutely. It. Yeah. I also I think you mean Soldier Boy tell him. It's not is, just Soldier oh. Boy. Is, is it? Yeah. I'm oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just a big fan. Uh, next up, THQ Nordic recently acquired the IP of what 90s vehicle combat game? Jen. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh. This might be the... Boy. I have no idea. I have no idea. Do you know, Adam? Carmageddon? Yep. Oh, it. shit. Uh, like I said, Reddit. Thank you. It is a... You guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Carmageddon, I think it came out in the late 90s. It's been, you know, bounced around a couple times. THQ Nordic is acquiring, like, all these IPs. I love vehicular <laughs> combat so much. Yeah? Like, Twisted Metal was everything to me. And first off, fuck Sony for putting Twisted Metal 1. 2 is on, so on much PS better. Yeah. yeah. 2 is, is arguably the best one. Right. Although, I had a soft spot for 3 and 4. 3... I think three was the one where Thumper, who was a, like a like a pink lowrider, he usually off. shoots fire. And in three, he had like a physics-based push where you could like just throw people off ledges. It was the best. I fucking love those games. And I like Black. I wish I didn't play the most recent one, but it, it got weird when like the most recent one, your driver was no longer tied to a specific car. Mm -hmm. Like, you would just use cars. And, and that was the whole thing, was like the drivers are like a personality with their car. Right, and, right. And they got rid of that. I hope that that sort of game can make a comeback, hopefully specifically Twisted Metal, because I have so much reverence for those characters. Was Ugh. Did you play Carmageddon ever? Mm, uh, I think I, they, they made a re-release, or yeah. they, they re-released it like a couple years yeah, ago, mm. and I tried it, and I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, there's a lot of good car combat games back then, like Vigilante 8. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and there's also Interstate 89 or 85 or something like that. Oh, there's a, there's a couple real good combat, car combat games. Twisted Metal still top of the top. Of the top. I feel like I also just saw that there's going to be a Battle Royale car yep. car car combat game yeah. I forgot how to use words that, for a that, second there. That, that, I saw that and I was like, okay, this might be the first Battle Royale game I play. Okay. It's goddamn. Yeah. Car combat is the best. Uh, last question. Director Rupert Wyatt says he's leaving the upcoming Showtime TV series based on what classic franchise? Hey, hey. 
That's right. He blamed scheduling, so we don't know what's going on now uh, with the. They have been talking about making this for very long time, for like at least four years. Yes, easily. Um, but yeah, they had a showrunner, they had a director, and now he's like, "Peace, he's, I'm yeah. out. I'm just a fan now." That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. I kind of fell off Halo, but like lately I've been getting that itch to go back to one, mm -hmm. uh, to play through it, and then two I wish I could play multiple. I guess I could go and play the Master Chief Collection, but... It's definitely something that I think could make a, a decent live action movie. Yeah. There's like a cool story there. It definitely has, it has a lot of potential yes. to it that right. I think is, I don't want to say is easy to capitalize on, but it, it has so many of the elements already in, yes. in it yes. that it should translate relatively easily to that kind of format if they can just get somebody right. and, mm -hmm. and get get their shit together and have schedules and all of that to make I it actually happen. They, they made what, Forward Unto Dawn, which was like a short film? Yes. That was really good. I think, I think it needed a little work in terms of the it looked a little goofy seeing Master Chief run around, yeah. but I think they can make it happen. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna depend on the execution. I mean, yeah. like everything, which no video game movie has really gotten yeah. totally right. Yeah. I want it. I want it to happen, and I want it to be good just to prove that you can do it. That you can make a yeah. video yeah. game movie series, whatever. Uh, and and didn't, it, didn't a good it's one just not come just out? constantly just a joke. Didn't we just have a good video game movie? Did we? Or is it like a movie? Um, it's called Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that movie did. was good. No. Oh, man, I wish it was. Um, I don't know. Wasn't there? Was there something else? I don't know. I, f I feel like a video game movie just recently came out, but I could be wrong. Ben, Mister Know It All. Yeah. Like you games have come out like our movies, like Tomb Raider came out, Rampage came out. Rampage, what a terrible looking movie. I, none of these. Oh my god. That's like all the that's all the video game movies that came out this year. There might be more, but Okay, I think Tomb I think, Raider, I think Tomb Raider was okay. Yeah. Detective Pikachu comes out next year. Maybe that's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think that looked bad. Or, I mean, Pikachu? it was different, but I, I thought it looked all right. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, the the Mr. Mime, the skin yes. texture was just a little maybe uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> furry ass Pikachu. Just yeah. an, our our weekly reminder: the three video game movies coming out next year are Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Monster Hunter. So we'll see how all of those movies. Oh, go. I'm super excited for the Monster Hunter. Me one. too. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't people mad at first because the first shot was all them like looking like they were in Desert Storm or something and there were no monsters oh, and then they released another one like, no, 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 here's a, I promise. Here's a cool looking <laughs> box. It'll be fine. Um, all right. Well, that is Adam Ellis as our champion. I got four, though. That's a lot That's better true. than I expected. No losers. So, no losers here. And I didn't look at Reddit right before it started. Uh, so. I don't get all the shit from Reddit. <laughs> This is combined over yeah. weeks and weeks of, well, days and days. Yeah. Over I'll, I'll minutes take, and minutes. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it as a three and a half because I got a little assist on the one question. But it's still, I'm, still a very respectable. I show. was very convinced I was going to be the solid zero and never allowed to come back here. I think you did fantastic. <laughs> That's you. right. All right. Well, that is all the glitch please we have for you today. Stick around, of course, for our first members we have a little something special for you it's called new game plus that's where we take questions from the audience we have a lot of fun if you're not a first member i'm pretty sure you can get a free trial right now free seven day trial so sign up for that you can check us out on new game plus we will see you there have a great uh, i'm gonna be gone what, what? i'm gonna what? be gone for like two weeks but i'll be back oh Don't miss me. you can't talk about smash next week no i'm gonna be in new zealand from the 7th to the 20th and then i'll be back after that i don't know if we're doing a christmas episode or what but we're gonna do. We're gonna, we'll do something. Yeah, we'll maybe I'll make a white beard and a red hat. Yes, that would be saint right. Yeah. All right. Well, Adam won't be here next week, but I'll be here in some some form of us. Yeah. Be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Jen. You thank had a you. great first. Uh, thank you. First I, show. I greatly enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. All right. Everybody else, we'll see you on New Game Plus.